Today on the podcast, we're going to be talking with Meredith about staying motivated through personal loss, experience a loss in your life. We're going to be jumping into that today. Are you ready to do this, Meredith? I'm ready. All right. We'll see you guys on the inside. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us on the Senior Fitness Podcast with Meredith. We really are happy that you could join us today. We love doing these episodes and diving into all these different topics that we don't necessarily get to talk about. Um, Today, we have a a really important subject. Uh, We're talking about ways to stay motivated after you've experienced, say, a personal loss. Um, A lot of us go through that every year, uh, every month. There's someone always experiencing something. And it can be debilitating on us in many ways. So we're going to talk about that. We want to keep you motivated and moving. Um, But before we do that, we just want to remind you to visit our website, www.seniorfitnesswithmeredith.com. We have all of our extended, extended content there, including our vast library of exercise videos. There's something for everybody there. Um, And as well as all of our podcast episodes that we have. Uh, We also have a mini motivational podcast series. These are good five to six minute chunks of audio um, episodes from Meredith to help keep you motivated and keep you moving. We also have an opportunity for you to check out our custom seven day workout plan, which is a custom exercise plan that you tailor to you and your needs specifically. Um, We build a plan that you are looking to achieve your fitness goals, uh, Meredith will put something together for you. Uh, So don't don't forget to check that out, as well as an opportunity for you to sign up for our newsletter, which we send out once a week. And in it, we have all of our latest and greatest content for you, ready to go, served up. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, that's all of our our best stuff out there. That's right. Um, So today we're talking about something a little little more on the serious side, uh, which, you know, I think and you probably agree with this, Meredith, is that everybody experiences it at some point. Yes. Um, yes. Um, loss in so many different ways. So that's what we'll kind of get into as right. well. So we're not even just talking about death, but there's so many different ways to feel loss <laughs> of mm-hmm. someone mm-hmm. Um, or something. So, yes. Yeah. And, and when we go through something like that, uh, a traumatic experience where we, we, we suffer a loss, uh, what goes through our minds mm-hmm. and our bodies that, you know, changes us? Right. Well, initially, it's obviously the sadness that comes with loss. Um, so I'll start, I'll kind of start with different types of loss, maybe, yeah. and then we'll go through. So um, what this, how this came about, we were talking about empty nester syndrome. And, um, and then we said, you know, that's a loss of, you know, that feeling that you get. So then I looked up empty nester syndrome and reading all of the different symptoms that you have, it was just like losing someone, um, someone passing away um, or leaving our lives for whatever reason. Um, Breakups, uh, Mm -hmm. family issues when people no longer speak to one another. It's a loss. So I just was amazed at reading all of these symptoms, uh, of course, sadness being number one. And when you lose someone due to um, them passing away, that's the same thing, right? Um, So when we're speaking, I just want to kind of say like the loss is in so many different varieties. The person doesn't necessarily have to have passed. They can um, 
it can be for so many reasons. So, mm-hmm. but the symptoms are the same, I guess, is what I'm getting at. Um, so yes, usually starts with sadness um, and that feeling of grief, sorrow, um, and usually that's compounded with you wondering how are you going to be able to get through it. Um, what do you do next, which mm-hmm. a lot of times leads to depression, um, anxiety, things like that. Mm-hmm. So um, always that just that gut feeling of sadness is uh, the number one in all of the different uh, feelings of, of loss. Yeah. So, it, you know, in your experience, as you have taught many classes over the years, uh, have you seen people kind of fall off oh, of, yes. as clients mm-hmm. in classes uh, because they've gone through something emotional. Oh yes, yes. Um, it's obviously it's very difficult because um, a lot of times when you experience loss, you wonder how long should I take before I can get back to normalcy. Um, will is it okay if I go back to my normal routine? You almost feel um, like you're doing an injustice to the other person. Um, if you start too soon. And I've heard that from people. Like, I, I'm, I'm ready, but I don't know if this is right for me to start. Mm-hmm. Um, it's almost like we get into our head so much, we wonder if we're being um, rude to that person that's not in our lives anymore for whatever reason. Right. Um, which I, I think is a, is a it's very valid feeling to have. Because we wonder, will other people think we're moving on too fast? Will... Um, are we moving on too fast? Are we not going through the stages and the steps that we're supposed to go through when we experience loss and all of that stuff? Um, which when it comes down to it, I feel like um, and this is working with so many people who a lot of times the loss was um, them moving. Their kids either moved very far away and it was very difficult for them um, because they decided not to move, even though the kids were like, come move with us. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. They said, we want to stay where we're at. Or losing usually a partner, spouse, um, or someone very close to them. So uh, seeing the difference, though, some people would be almost ready to get right back into life because a lot of times older people, especially a loss of a loved one, meaning they passed away type of loss, um, they were almost ready for it because a lot of times a lot of older people will just kind of, I'm at this stage, I'm at this age, um, I know I'm going to pass soon, or he or she are going to pass soon, so you're ready for it um, in your mind. So when it happens, you're it's kind of like, okay, it happened, now you grieve quickly. You've been grieving for years, possibly, knowing mm-hmm. this person was ill or getting older, not feeling well, whatever it is. So then when it happens, you're ready to move on faster. And I've seen that. Um, and that's, again, it, 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 every person is so different that we are going to <clears throat> um, go through loss, feelings of loss in so many different ways. Um, but again, we want to make sure we're keeping people motivated to continue going and moving forward. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, making sure that people know that it's okay to stop for a while, but it's also okay to keep going if you feel like you're ready to. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's the, the, I've just seen the whole gamut of people. I just remember one, uh, uh, someone I worked with, she lost her husband 
from a heart attack, and it happened quite suddenly. They weren't ready for it, um, but she was able to kind of just get on with life and everything very quickly. And I remember people questioning that. How can she do that? Mm -hmm. I mean, but for her, she was ready. Um, She had support of friends around her. She had her kids that lived close by. Um, They mourned. They did what they were supposed to do, and she was ready to get on with her life. It wasn't a bad thing. It actually was quite healthy seeing that. Um, But people questioned it. (laughs) And I thought, why would you question someone's um, grieving period and how they go through it because who knows how we would go through that Mm -hmm. um until we go through it right Right, and every loss is going to be different um kids moving away i mean you could go through these awful depression depression um everything and but you know that your kids are down you know and, and the thousand miles away so it's not uh it's not um, to say that it's not a it's a good thing or bad thing. I guess that's what I'm trying to get at. I want everyone to know that it's okay to have that grieving period, and it's okay if it only lasts a day. It's okay if it lasts a month. But mm-hmm. we have to make sure we're staying motivated and we're still thinking about ourselves, and that's not a selfish thing mm-hmm. during loss. That's the biggest thing. <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, you know, so what are some ways that, or some tips that you have for someone who has experienced a loss um, and it's affecting them mentally, emotionally, and physically, what are some tips that you can give to someone to kind of help them get back to square one? Yeah. You know, and it's not going to happen overnight sometimes and it's not going to just, and everybody's different, but (laughs) you know, in general, what kind of tips do you have? Um, Talking to someone I think is probably the most important thing. Finding a support group, having family, friends, uh, whatever it is, um, and talking about your feelings, getting it out there. Don't keep it bottled up. Don't keep it all inside. Um, Know that your feelings are valid and know that everything you're going through is valid. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of times people want to keep all that inside because... um, all, many different reasons. They don't want to look weak. They don't want to look like they're just living in this, you know, living in the past or something like that. Right. Um, but knowing that getting that out helps with the process, um, helps you go through that mourning period, so to speak. Um, so I think that's probably the number one thing that someone should do. Um, not feeling guilty mm-hmm. is another one. Yeah. Not feeling guilty to take that time to have those feelings, um, knowing that you are able to grieve on your time frame and not thinking, what if somebody thinks I'm doing this too short of a time or too long of a time? Or um, Don't think about that. Uh, feel that everything that you're going through is fine. Um, so not feeling any type of guilt. Mm-hmm. And not feeling any type of guilt goes into when you do want to do things for yourself. Um, it's not being selfish when you start doing things for yourself again. I think we have that feeling, again, loss in all different ways, whether someone passing or just not with you or around you anymore. You feel like I shouldn't be doing this stuff for myself because they're not here. Um, but that's so important for us to stay healthy, for us to take care of ourselves 
And whether that person left your life in a good, bad way, it, again, that being they passed away, it was a breakup, it was whatever, um, you have to do things for you because that's the only way you're going to feel better at the end of the day and keep living your life mm-hmm. to get to your future. So, yes, those are just a few tips. Right. Great <laughs> tips. Those are great tips. I, I think I it's, easy, it's easy to forget that you're some, you, when you go through something like that and you don't have a big network of people around you, right? you can feel like you're on your own, right? Exactly. Especially if you've lost, say, a spouse or something yes. and you're just so used to having someone there right. who's, who's with you mm-hmm. and they're not. I mean, it's easy to feel alone, right? Alone. Oh, definitely. That's why it's so, so important to really talk about it. I, a lot of men, when they would lose, and it's, it seemed like uh, women would lose their spouses, uh, their partners, whatever, um, more often than the other way. But sometimes men would lose their spouse, uh, female spouse, uh, uh, sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I would notice the guys would kind of, um, it would take them a lot longer to go to normalcy, I guess, mm-hmm. back to life. Um, they had to relearn everything um, from being social to cooking to laundry to... And they didn't have someone there to kind of tell them what to do or do it for them a lot of the time. It was interesting. And and they sometimes became hermits Mm -hmm. um, and didn't want to come out as much. So remembering that if they had someone, a friend, or they just felt like they could open up, I think that's just so, so important. Um, Again, it just, it's not weakness to grieve. It's not weakness to feel sad and sorrow Um, and it's not weakness to feel depressed. Um, we need to make sure that that's an okay feeling to go through. It's an okay thing to talk to someone, whether it's a psychologist or a group or just a friend, um, mm-hmm. that all of these things are okay. I just, it's so, so important to get those feelings out there. Right, so right. So you can get through it. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-494-8310. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-494-8310. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-494-8310. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Um... Let's talk about the flip side. Let's talk about someone who, you know, maybe they they experience a loss and the way they deal with it is to dive into, say, over-exercising right. or overworking, you know, <laughs> or kind of overdoing things Trying to, to maybe, so yeah, they so they think. don't have to deal with it, <laughs> yes. you know. I mean, is that healthy? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, and that's, yeah, that's a very true thing, too. It's like all of a sudden their calendar is yeah, full. Right, right, right. Um, exactly. And they can't have a second to, basically, that's what that is. They don't want a second to stop and have to think. 
or to be alone in the house. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so you just fill your day with random things, and I can't, I can't not be busy because, again, that means you have to deal with your feelings. Um, mm-hmm. And who wants to do that? Right, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's just equally, um, unfortunately, uh, equally uh, bad for you, I guess, mm-hmm. and unhealthy. <laughs> Have you had experiences with someone who, you know, maybe overexercises oh, goodness, to, to yes. deal with loss or, you know, what, what, yes. w- what effects does that have? Um, it, the mental part, I think, is the worst because you get in that place where you haven't ever taken the time to grieve um, or to get through the actual feelings that you're feeling. And now you've added new things onto your plate in a way. Um, so you're doing this extra working out, but you're not taking care of yourself most of the time. You're not sleeping enough um, because you have interrupted sleep due to all of these thoughts that you're having when you finally do try and lay down. Um, You're not eating properly for this now extra movement and working out that you're doing. Mm -hmm. Um, And a lot of times I'll see people who aren't eating enough in general after a loss because they feel like the um, satisfaction of food, they feel guilt associated with that. So then they try not to eat as much or do anything that gives them satisfaction. The working out is not necessarily satisfaction for them. Mm -hmm. It just becomes a thing to fill up their time and to give them more um, kind of drive and I need to do this. I have to, I have to feel like I'm doing something, accomplishing something right now, staying productive, that type of feeling. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's, it's very bad for their health. Like almost in the same way of someone who's just sitting around and being sedentary um, in their bed. Uh, It's the same in a way. Um, you'd think it'd be good, right? Because you're getting all this exercise, but it's not for the person's body because they're not ready for it, of course. Um, injuries can occur, all of that stuff we already know. But again, the mental part is there that was never uh, dealt with. So you're mm-hmm. doing something, you're trying to mask all the pain that you're having in another way by staying right. busy, by working out extra in this case. Mm-hmm. So it's not uh, not good. It's because you never dealt with your feelings once again. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, so. What's that balance, right? I mean, to exactly. kind of getting back to a normal feeling where you feel healthy, you feel mentally healthy. Right. And you can get back onto a schedule. Right. Um, every, and, every, and it's hard because there's no single answer for every one person, no. right? No, exactly. That's, I mean, you know, that kind of goes with the whole, like, People don't know, is it too early? Is it too late? Am I doing too much? Am I not doing enough? Mm -hmm. Um, But knowing that each, like you just said, every individual is different. And um, of course, over-exercising or under-exercising are not the answer. Mm -hmm. But everyone goes at their own pace, um, knowing that what their limit should be Mm -hmm. um, and what they should be doing or what they were doing prior to, let's say, is kind of what we're trying to get back to um, eventually. Right. Yeah. You know, in, in, in your classes that you've taught and you've worked with um, many people, obviously, uh, w- have you seen scenarios where people have fallen off and then they come back? Oh, definitely. Yes. They come back. Beca- what's, what's their motivations? What's their reasoning for coming back? They finally realize that they've gone through their grieving and they, need, they want to live. <laughs> Um, Mm. they want to keep going 
and that they can't keep doing what they're doing. Um, and this is a specific, this was a gentleman, uh, and he, he fell off. He used to come with his wife. She passed away. He was gone for a while, still would go to his room and call him and just do the check-ins, of course, which multiple, all of us did, but, um, eventually he slowly came back. Um, to your exercise classes. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Right. And we started seeing him out at the social gatherings and things like that. And that's what it came down to. Um, he ended up saying it's because he needed, he wanted to keep living and he knew he wasn't living his best life by sitting inside of his room and looking at pictures of he and his wife mm-hmm. all day. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't mean he didn't still love her. He didn't look at those pictures every single day. He didn't maybe take a few moments to speak to her and do his thing, but he, um, he, he got back out there and it just was, it was a beautiful thing. It was amazing to see. Um, because he was doing it on his terms for himself, and that I thought was wonderful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a that's an amazing story. I mean, yeah. <laughs> is it a point, a thing where like you either come to a point where you make the decision, okay, I can't keep doing this, or do you kind of just go down this long dark path of exactly of, done? Yeah, done <laughs> in a way. Which yeah, it's not good. No, um, and I think I've seen both, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Um, no matter what you do, no matter what you say, no matter how hard everybody tries, friends, family as well, you can't change the person. And that a lot of times you'll see that becomes their demise. Um, and a lot of times you'll see a spouse pass away shortly after another, which we've saw many, many times, um, because they just decided, you know, if they're not going to be here, it's not really worth it. And they passed away shortly thereafter. Um you know, it, it all, it's to each his own, however we choose to live, right? Um, but knowing that we still have so much life in us, most likely, um, and to live the best life is almost honoring that other person. Um, however they were lost out of your lives, um, you have to keep going for them, to sh- prove to them, to whatever it is. <laughs> we have to mm-hmm. look at it in so many different ways. So, yeah. yeah. And that's that's a really strong, healthy way to look at a situation where you are doing getting back to your life in a in a way that honors the person yeah, or honors yes. the loss. Exactly. Whatever the loss whatever is. Whatever the right? loss is. Yeah. Right. Yeah. To keep living is an honor of a loss, I think. Mm-hmm. Um great way to put it, I guess, cuz if they passed away or they've left your life for whatever reason, it's so important to show that you can keep moving forward mm-hmm. um, in every way. And that person, especially a loss of someone passing away, that's what they would want. <laughs> right. The last thing they would want is for them to pass and for you to stop living. Um, you still get to live. Mm-hmm. Um, working with people in hospice, that was kind of the biggest thing. A lot of times people would get sick and... The other person would just be like, I don't know how I'm going to live when you're not around. And the person who knows they're dying and in hospice care would say, well, that, you know, I'm the one dying. You get to keep living. Keep living. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> like, I don't get it. Why, why would you put that on me? I'm the one who knows they're going, I'm going to pass away. That kind of thing. That kind mm-hmm. of feeling. So same thing. Um, look at it. Like if that person left your life for whatever reason or however, um, You've got to keep moving forward and trying to stay motivated. And of course, it's easier said than done. We've all gone through loss. I've 
laid on the ground in a ball crying mm-hmm. for days and weeks. Uh, it takes a long time and every situation and every loss is going to be different. But um, knowing, knowing that we have it in us to keep going mm-hmm. um, and doing a five-minute workout, you should feel no guilt and make that five-minute a ten-minute. Go outside, get some fresh air, go for a walk, listen to our motivation uh, podcast, things like that. Do stuff for you um, to feel good about you at the end of the day and honor whatever loss it is that you're having. Validate those feelings and feel okay with mm-hmm. them but know that you are still living and keep living. <laughs> yeah, that is some really great advice. Uh, I think it's easy to forget sometimes that that's what's important. Right. Is to, to honor that loss. And like you said, um, we have the mini podcast series on our website, <laughs> Motivation with Meredith. Right. Um, and you've put out many, many episodes yes. that covers uh, many topics. And if you feel like you need a little bit of motivation, please check that out. Go to our website and uh, go to mot- our audio section and go to Motivation with Meredith. And I'm sure that there will be something out there for you to, mm-hmm. to pick up on. Um, yes. It's such an important topic. So, um, well, wow, great advice. Hopefully this podcast has helped you. If you're dealing with a loss, please share your story with us. Send us an email. Go to our social media on Facebook. Let us know. Get in touch. We want to hear from you and your story. Um, don't forget to visit our website, www.seniorfitnesswithmeredith.com. Sign up for that newsletter that we have and get our latest content delivered to you every week. And uh, until the next episode, mm-hmm. we'll see you guys later. Bye-bye. Hi, this is Suzanne Newman, host of the Answers for Elders podcast and radio show. We are the North Star that guides you through the complicated journey of senior care with trusted experts in money, law, living solutions, and more. So join us on this station, your favorite podcast channel, or just go to AnswersForElders.com. Meet the way showers who will help your journey a lot easier.